Hello. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? All right, thanks. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, Glad we've got the pleasantries out of the way. Let's get to the cut of the chase. Yeah, exactly. What This is Football by Numbers, the football podcast about numbers and the players that wear them. Badly. Um, yeah, so um, it's basically about players who wore the wrong number and we're just going through the numbers 1 to 11 and describing... Just the players who shouldn't have, who wore that number who shouldn't be. Because um, we're pedants. <laughs> yeah, we fundamentally. Are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just really, really nitpicky, <laughs> and uh, and who doesn't like listening to that? Yeah, <laughs> it's quite cathartic, really. If anything, it's more th- it's more therapy for yeah, us. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're getting way more out of it than you are, but you knew that, didn't you, listener? <laughs> um, I thought of a good little um, little um, analogy for it. It's like you've gone to knock on Zidane's house at number ten to see if he wants to come out and play. Yeah, and you found out he's moved down to number five. Do you get that, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, clever, no. Yeah, no. It? It's clever. It's very clever. Yeah, because yeah. he he should be living at number ten. Yeah, they're kind of the the beautifully handcrafted uh, door that is number ten because yeah. it's number ten. Oh yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. What colour is his door? Uh, I think it's black. Like, well, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it because I'm just thinking of like you know number ten Downing Street? I hope not. But I'm thinking of like a nice. I'll tell you what it is. Hey, it's, we should I, put this on the uh, the politics uh, subgenre. Yeah, in exactly. The, we just qualified yeah, ourselves there, there. Just get some political listeners. I think it would be like a nice classy grey. Do you know what I mean? Maybe with some. Yes. Maybe with five percent cyan in there as well. Yeah, okay, Do you know what okay. I mean? Just like a nice fur and ball duck egg. Yeah, exactly. And with a matte finish. <laughs> yeah, 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 and a lovely oh, yeah, knock, yeah. lovely yeah. knockers on number ten. <laughs> no, no need for a gloss. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Uh, as opposed to number five, where he's now living because his parents have broken up <laughs> and they can no longer afford to live at the top end of the street. So now at the bottom end of the street, number five. Yeah, and it's a shit show. Yeah, I think it's like it's flake. The, the the paint is flaking off. <laughs> There's like one of the there's like a quadrant of windows in the in the in the door and uh, and one of them has been smashed and there's a piece of cardboard there. <laughs> or a bin bag in the other. Yeah, yeah, or a bin bag. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so that's 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 uh, that's Zinedine Zidane's street sorted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, we didn't mean to start talking about ten, but we are. This is this uh, episode is number ten, isn't it? Mm. This week, episode six, number ten. We thought we'd treat ourselves because last week was a bit tricky, wasn't it? Um, yeah, last week was number four. Yeah. Um, and we kind of... What, who did we end up with? Uh, uh, I think we went with um, Carnu, didn't we? We went with Carnu. Carnu. But yeah. I mean, we did... I, I, I enjoyed like finding out other players that came who wore number four that shouldn't, but it wasn't It wasn't a number that really... Yeah, leapt out of you as kind of having a set of characteristics. Yeah. And yeah. I told a boring story. That's true, that's <laughs> yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, see if you, well, we'll see if I kept that in in the edit yeah, or not. <laughs> yeah, let's, yes, let's see. Let's um, see. Um, but this week's far more exciting because this week is about uh, number 10s. Yeah. And the players who wore number 10s badly. Yeah. Um, and I guess number 10s have like a set of, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, the number in football culture which probably has the most amount of resonance and meaning behind yeah. it right yeah it does it's got history it has a feeling yeah i think even if you don't even know anything about football if you're like if you are 10 like years old <laughs> you would still be like i want number 10 like you just it's inherent that you just know that like there's something special about it so do you think there's like an aesthetic quality to, to a one and a zero <laughs> maybe yeah. next next which is just kind of like just quite pleasing in and of itself yeah and, you yeah. know in the abstract outside of the footballing yeah, meaning, although it would be like, expensive to get if you wanted to, like, if, if like if I was a parent and you know back in like '94 and my kid was like, I want Sheringham ten 
on the back. I'm like, fuck off. We pay by the letter and the number. You're having here. Fox at number seven. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no. asked, I, so I asked for Whirlage and number 10. Oh, did you? Um, and I got you Tim, should. number 10. So. <laughs> but I was happy, I was happy with, um, with the number 10 shirt, first and foremost, and also kind of being an early adopter of the uh, first name uh, um, shirt. <laughs> like a Brazilian or something. Like yeah. I got, I got um, yeah, my first, um, I got, my mum got me 11. Um, this is from Steve Sports in Hitchin. Um, Eleven with B Maze on the back instead of <laughs> B-Maze. Maze, and I'm like, why just did to... you put my initial? And also, it was, the font was like um, that sort of old seventies font called Cooper Black. I don't know if you know it, but it's like it's when you see like old calves, that's the font that they use. Right, like okay. A very friendly, okay. you know, like t-shirt printing in the early days, right? Font, and it was like that. So was it? So did you have B maze just in case there was any confusion with any other maze? I, I, I would no. I wanted maze. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't even know I was getting it. I think. But you know, classic only child attitude. Like I've got a surprise birthday present, but I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Take it <laughs> back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not B maze. I'm maze. There's <laughs> only one maze. Take it back, mum. You, you, you're, you're an absolute disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> you know there's only one maze because I'm only I'm only there's only one of me in the bloody. <laughs> I want some brothers and sisters to play with. You've not fucking done that, have you? Now you're rubbing it in my face. Yeah. So, uh, well, God, sorry, listeners. You got <laughs> as, as, as I said, this is therapy <laughs> for all yeah. concerned. So, so yeah, number 10s um, yeah. have, have kind of got that mystical kind of quality to them where we've romanticised about them for like, you know, the last 50, 60 years. Yeah. Um, you know, they are the, the players, that I, I guess, who you would call the magicians, the, crea- yeah, you would, you? the yeah. creators, the set piece takers. Yeah. Um, the players who can do the impossible. Yeah, exactly. They can turn a game when it's when it's going nowhere. Your chips are down. You're not playing very well, and then all of a sudden, ten turns up, and he just you know wallops it in from the from thirty yards out. You're away at Rotherham. Yeah, you're okay. two nil down. Yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah, it's, it's raining. A, it's a rate. Of course, it's raining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're looking round for your mercurial number ten to deliver, <laughs> but of course. He hasn't turned up because he doesn't play away at Rotherham exactly, <laughs> on a Tuesday yeah. night. That's it. True. He plays when he wants. He plays when he wants. <laughs> exactly. And that's not in Rotherham or anywhere like up north in the rain in, in winter. <laughs> and, th- and that's what I think yeah, we need to be. We need, we need to be um, quite clear about number 10s is that they are mercurial. They are amazingly talented players, but they play where and when they want. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think also that sort of can help... Sort of like feed the mystique and the aura. It's like, oh. um, but they play. They beat players because they can. Yeah. Um, not because it will reap any end product whatsoever. No, no, no. That no. for me is like the, <laughs> the very romanticized version of like it's such an uber talented player. Yeah. Where they can kind of like caress the ball in however they see fit and they kind of pick a pass at fifty yards and score screamers and um, thread through balls. But they yeah. do it when they want. They're yeah. not. They're, um, they're they're mercurial. That's that's they're not. I feel like t- in today's modern football world, where everything is rooted in efficiencies, um, the only player who probably still holds on to that kind of mercurial. I mean, it's very obvious to say is Messi because yeah. he is just fucking extraordinary. Like, yeah, on yeah. another planet, and he doesn't look like he's sort of um, you know trains hard or anything. Do you know what I mean? No. He's kind of like he's very kind of. Slight, yeah, a bit lazy. He kind of like a bit of a lazy, languid sort of like when he's sort of not 
you know, running with the ball or doing something brilliant. He's just sort of just pon- just poncing around, like just like. Well, he's good for nothing want... without the ball, isn't he? He's kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. like you know, but he knows that, but then he gets it and he's like, bang, he's off. Yeah, but like yeah, he doesn't look like someone who probably try hard in training because no. he doesn't need to. And that's doesn't need to. That's what number tens. So, did you play with any number tens when you were um, at school? I mean, I'm sure you did, but can you uh, remember any like school or you know youth football? Yeah, so we had um, one guy at Sunday Town who. Basically, assumed a number 10 strip, but was probably more of a number 9. So so annoyingly, kind of doesn't really support any of the points I've just made about number 10s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he had the number 10 strip and was just, kind of just used to score a bag load of a bag load of goals. Yeah. Um, did you? Have you got any? Uh... Uh, yeah, we had we had a number 10, Joe Dance. He was um, he was like one of my best mates at school. Um, oh, what a great name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really he really did dine out on that name for like, <laughs> you just like, he was, um, he was from a dynasty of dancers um, that his dad was a professional footballer before him. Um, he didn't, well, he his was, dad was a professional footballer with the surname Dance. Yeah, yeah, Danny Dance. Yeah. Danny Dance. So in like, in Stevenage, there was like, you know, Joe was like already kind of a legend before he became yeah. one. And I think Joe knew that and sort of took the foot off the accelerator, <laughs> just knowing that he was like, right, okay, everyone thinks I'm great. So I'm, I'm just going to let them think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to... No need to leave Stevenage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also just know that like, all right, my work is done at 13. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, so what, yeah. is he, what does Joe do now? Joe is, uh, I think he's an electrician. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, but you know, his dad when he um, when his dad quit uh, playing football, he just became like a, a business owner. Started up his own like um, electrician labouring firm. I don't actually know. I used to go around his house all the time. And good mates were you? <laughs> yeah, best mates, I suppose. But all I knew, well, mainly Danny's um, job was just to tell Joe he's a lazy shit and you should get off the sofa and what the fuck are you doing with your life and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I was always like, oh, what do you do, by the way, Danny? I was just like, all right, yeah, yeah I'll just go into the kitchen and pretend that I'm, you know, looking for jobs or something. But yeah, Joe, as a footballer, would um, he would just uh, he'd just score goals for fun. Um, and then as we got to... Like, but was he mercurial? Yeah, he could he could take the ball around loads of people. He'd drop back. He wasn't like an out-and-out striker. Did he do what the fuck he wanted on the pitch? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> and he definitely went missing. I mean, as we got older, like when we started to discover like like booze in like in the funnest way <laughs> we'd get you know the routine would get la- get absolutely lashed on a friday night play saturday football and already he was kind of you know inebriated of, <laughs> yeah you'd, you'd wake up a bit drunk because you normally sort of stay at mine or, or i'd stay his but then we'd um he, he'd just be sort of already laying the groundwork for some sort of fake injury so like he'd, he'd, <laughs> he'd start and then after about 40 minutes he'd be like oh oh my ankle, no, the ankle's gone again. No, mate, I'm going to have to come off it. Yeah, I'm going to have to come off. And then, you know, and then like second half, you see him pint in hand. <laughs> Just like, right. So that's like another, laugh. so that is another good point about number 10. So they don't really fancy it. Calling all ladies. This is former MLS global superstar, Alexia Lalas. Now, I don't know what you've been up to since 99, but I've been getting stacked. I'm building my global empire, Sturds Night Club, where all the ladies come for free. I've been trawling the depths of the MLS to bring you the finest grade A specimens for your viewing entertainment. We got Demarcus Beasley. Stur! We got Claudio Reyna. Stur! We got Johnny Hawks. Stur! Eddie Pope in the house. Stur! Oh, for your viewing pleasure. And after that, fat Tony Miola behind the bar, Kobe Jones in the cookroom, and you got yourself a night you ain't never gonna forget. Stur! 
And if you feel it really frisky, why not try the platinum package? You might just get a glimpse of what old Alexi be packing these days. Hint, I got Peter's enlargement surgery, so bitches be drooling instead of laughing about ginger pecker. Uh, where all the ladies come for free. So let's talk about classic number tens. Um, I've got a list. Long as my arm, but I'm not going to just read out that list longer than my arm. I'm going to read out a list containing Georgie Hadji. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. I love Georgie Hadji. Did you? Yeah. One of the reasons why I love Georgie Hadji was because he used to wear, like, ridiculous sock tape. Yes, yes. You noticed that, did you? Yes, I did notice that. <laughs> um, um, and he was really good at lobs. Yeah, well, it's just because of like, that, that long, goal, wasn't it? And that, yeah, <laughs> mainly that goal. Yeah, yeah. Um... Messi, obviously, though I kind of think like Messi's like a bit robotic and doesn't really have the charisma that you. Yeah, he doesn't have the personality of a ten. Does yeah, he? actually, was like you know, I wouldn't say he was. He still looked like a, someone who'd work hard, but he, he he represented just. I'm from Romania. Yeah, and, and I'm playing for Barcelona. Exactly. I and bet I'm he's on wipe th- the floor with everybody else. And he's on thirty a day. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, you know, um, Ronaldinho. Yeah. Um, I loved the no look pass that he used to do you know like again number 10 to invent their own move yeah that is for good. me that's fucking spot on yeah um uh, Zidane for you know so again he used to he used to do lots of Marseille pirouettes quite a lot and headbutts and you know yeah exactly yeah. SPCT that for was that poetic, wasn't it? and you know Maradona used to do what he, want, he wanted as well like mainly cocaine but <laughs> they all did what they wanted uh, and when they wanted to do it do you know it. what I like about Maradona right is um that you know for years there was like until recently with maybe when Zidane came on the scene and now Messi and stuff like that but before it was always number one player ever in the world is um Pele number two is maybe Maradona then number three was like Cruyff or something like that or Eusebio but it was always between Maradona and Pele and it depended on kind of which era you grew up in and just what your personality type was yeah who you'd go for but um, as the years have gone on, I definitely think it's Maradona who's best than him, better than him because like Pele was just like a goody goody brown nose, wasn't he? He's really like. Well, also Pele was more was as I I've never I've obviously watched him play, but yeah. he was more of a out and out striker who wore yeah. number ten. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. As opposed to the more I'm going to say the word mercurial again, yeah, um, yeah. you know, kind of set of attributes that I think kind of best or, or, or more accurately as personified the more romantic notion of yeah you know, number, 10. number 10 like, and I like the fact that like Maradona just went to Napoli and just won the league for them and yes. like won the World Cup for Argentina on his own as well and just like exactly I think he was in a team with like lots of other brilliant players around him and and also Pele didn't even he didn't even uh, he never left South America did he I think he played until he went oh, to no. like the New York Cosmos or something but. what a bigot <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> racist <is> Pele <laughs> but, but yeah and I think that's actually probably what Neymar is probably going to do probably this will date this podcast but like what he will go on to do at PSG is create that legacy a la Napoli, Maradona's Napoli. You know? Oh, do you think? Yeah. I think I think that's probably like it. He doesn't really want to play set of. He's, I mean, he's back first away, straight away. He's bagged the number ten shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, he yeah. wants to be the main man. It's Jerry Tag. I'd want a biggie. Have you got any uh, number tens, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, some other tens I've got. Hit Baggio, me with some number tens. I loved oh. Baggio because again, like I think if if uh, if Italy had won the World Cup in '94, that would have been a similar feat that like Maradona had done. You know, two World Cups previous, where it's just. 
I'm just clawing you, just pulling you up through every round and just winning the game for you, like one by one. With that ponytail. With that ponytail. And those boots as well, I loved them. They were like black, they were the black Deodoras with the luminous yellow. Um, oh, yes. You know, stripe down the side. Yes, yeah. Um, who else have got? Um, uh, Teddy Sheringham as well. I mean, he was a classic number 10, wasn't he? Yeah. Because he just. He Turning was... circle of an oil tanker, I seem to recall. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't need. You know, he didn't need to turn any quicker than that, really. He did, did have he? a fat ass for, for a man of his stature, I always thought. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. He's always be backing into players. Really? Yeah. I, well, you got against Teddy. I can see. I, what's that contempt in your eyes? <laughs> He's played Forest, isn't he? Oh, I, is that what it is? A, yeah, I, I, honestly, I kind of always felt Teddy Sheringham was a player of limited ability who. Bastard. Who. <laughs> who uh, made the best of himself, you know, a bit like a Frankie Lampard, made the yeah. best of himself. Okay. Um, you know, go on to be like a, you know, a much lauded player for England and Chelsea rather than be a fat kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Teddy Sheringham, I just, I, honestly, when I, when I... Teddy um, Sheringham's got a fat bum, did you say? Though? He's just got a bit of a... He's skin and bones, mate. If he's got a fat bum, then I, I don't know what that thing is behind me is called. Oh, I don't know. I just think he wasn't as technically gifted for um, somebody who occupied um, the number 10 shirt for as long as he did. So. Excuse me. I mean, well, you know, because I think he was... Um, there's number 10s who are like a sort of an attacking midfielder playing the whole number 10. And then there are number 10s that are strikers, but sort of just drop back a bit. And Sheringham yeah. was one of them. I mean, what, what happened in Euro 96? Have you not got any like fond memories of that? Doesn't he just wipe out all of his history for like playing for like... Nottingham Forest at the start of his no, career. No, it's it's not really the Forest thing. It's more the fact that I think he was he was overrated for his uh, for his actual playing ability. Be- I thought he had beautiful like um, body language, like when he would open himself up to shoot to pop, like to 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 receive. Brian's a actually pass. kind of like moving his shoulders from side to side, like yeah. Dion Warwick. Or <laughs> yeah. Or like Sturridge doing that horrible dance. <laughs> but um, all right, fair enough. Sheringham's not doing it for you. What about Mickey Quinn? Does he do it for you? Yes, Mickey, Mickey <laughs> Quinn does yeah. it for me. Because um, he was a number 10. And uh, again, a striker number 10. I don't think he was really like a, a 10 that would go on like long meandering runs or anything like that. But he was a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care, but just relied on all of his ability. And um, I was watching a, like a show reel of, uh, of Mickey earlier on um, today and he was um, every goal's a belter you know left foot right foot head inside the box outside the box like fox in the box um, kebab in a box <laughs> Chinese in a box. in a box later on that night <laughs> yeah well, I, I was in a box yeah because he was um, he just didn't care but he was just fucking great he, he's, yeah I mean he's kind of a th- he's a proper throwback I mean the Newcastle United stripes really were slimming weren't they <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and yeah. Coventry City bought him and realised oh no He's absolutely huge. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I tell you what, here's another one who I love. Valderrama. Yeah, Carlos. Carlos, Carlos. Valderrama. I mean, he was fucking quality, wasn't he? He represents what a number 10 is. He's just like, I think he was more of a centre midfielder, but just like, just look at me. <laughs> how could I not, how could I wear like six or four? You or could like not, yeah, exactly. You could not get away with that haircut playing it right back. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. You'd be a laughing stock. No. Um, but being a number 10 mildly talented you know yeah. like in the context of the um, Colombian national team yeah sure why not I think he was on, I think on championship manager I think I wanted to buy him when I first started playing it cause, just because I liked him and then you know your heart is telling you 
you know, get Valderrama in your team. Your head's saying, this computer game doesn't know that what his hair looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, his passing is 15 and his like goal scoring ability is, tw- is like 12 or something like that. So, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's not going to get you many points, but I just did want him a lot of the time because he was just so... He's a class act. He used to wear bracelets. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. He was like one of them players who would like wear like jewellery. Like, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, you have to take your earring out. And he's like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> Look at me. Look at the shirt number. <laughs> yeah. New. Should we have a break? Yeah, let's have a little break. Uh, see you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Football by Numbers is now available on email at fbnpod at gmail.com. All right, we're back. Hello. So um, let's talk about, we talked about tens, the perfect tens, players who should be wearing ten. Yeah. Let's talk about players who've worn ten when they really shouldn't have. Who you got? Well, so I did my usual... Uh, adopted my usual research methodology, which was um, Google wrong number 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, one of the auto kind of complete suggestions came up straight away, William Glass. Right, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think he kind of famously wore number 10 for quite a few seasons um, at Arsenal. And I'm pretty sure he picked up the number 10 shirt from Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah. So not only... Is he? Um, he couldn't be further from embodying the characteristics of a number ten. Yeah, but he's he's taken the shirt from an absolute legend. <laughs> yeah, from a fucking legend. Yeah, um, and and you know it's like no in, in in no world in no in no um you know in any circumstance should a centre half be wearing number ten. No, no. I mean, did did um was Mateus a, a centre back? Well, and I, but, but, I think but he was we were a sweeper one, wasn't he? But you've got to remember, we kind of um, would have started watching Matthias at the back end of his career, where he's yeah. kind of actually been a marauding midfielder. And right, okay, okay. I think he'd played I, in I, a number there of was, positions. I was always kind of alright with it, though, for some reason. He, I've, he scored goals sometimes. He, I think he was a midfielder anyway. I think he sort of moved to the back later on in his career. But anyway, yeah, we're talking about Gallas. I mean, yeah. other than that, no, no, a centre back should not be wearing number ten. And let's you remember we were talking about Hullet the other week when he can yes. when he came back and it's like maybe you could do it, but even he wouldn't go there. He's like he knows, yeah. you know, he's he's a man of his of integrity. He yes. wouldn't do something. Like he, that. So William Gallas's kind of like social media accounts are all W Gallas thirteen. Right. So you yeah. remember like he used to he used to kind of. Where number thirteen, I think he wore thirteen at Spurs and then um, at Chelsea, Chelsea that. and some French internationals. Five and thirteen, he used to wear. Right, okay. Um, but at, at Arsenal, he he wore number ten, and it was just it just wound me up. Yeah, yeah. It genuinely made me angry. I think it made a lot of people angry. I've, 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 from all of the results when we've been researching this, like. That's the one where people have like it's always on every list. Yeah, on all and, the and listicles. Yeah, and everyone is just appalled by it. Um, no one's got anything good to say about it. And I think didn't he? I think when he when he left Chelsea, the, 
he would already kicked up some sort of stink and was being a bit of a, a prima donna there or something like that. And then when he, or some, something like that, I mean, obviously I haven't researched this because yeah. yeah, that's the kind of podcast this is. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I just remember, in, and then going to Arsenal and sort of just taking the 10, it's like, where do you get off, mate? It's yeah. just, yeah. who do you think you are? <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, do you, do you, have you heard his explanation? No, have like, you got it? I've got it, yeah. It's I, don't, I wasn't sure whether or not to ask you because yeah. you do, you, you do have I, it. I, I do have it, yeah, yeah. Because um, so I, again, it was like I googled this uh, about half an hour. We were really busy at work today. I was fucking resenting everyone. I was like, Don't you know, I'm trying to do something else here. Go away from my screen. You can yeah. see that I'm not doing work. <laughs> oh God, maybe I'm going to get myself fired. Uh, we can edit that out. But anyway, so I found out. Um, this is what he told Frank LeBeouf on French TV. This is after they both retired. Um, so I think LeBeouf was like, mate, what was the 10 thing about? Even LeBeouf knew. Yeah. And, um, and he says, when I arrived at Arsenal, I wanted to take number 13, the same number I had had at Chelsea, like you said. He said, but it was already taken by Alexander Hleb. I have always respected the players who already had a shirt number and I couldn't see myself asking him to give it to me, unlike certain players at Chelsea who wanted my number 13 shirt, but that's another story. <laughs> Ooh, who yeah. would that be? William, um, um, uh, what's his name? Balak. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But also, it's like, it's like, oh, you don't try and sort of like, um, sort of bring yourself up as like this really like lovely guy. It's like, oh, no, I wouldn't do yeah. that to Alexander. Taking Haleb. the more high ground. Yeah, I wouldn't make Alexander Haleb wear number 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we know what you're up to there, mate. You put, you that would have been that would have been a better swap though because Haleb could have given donated the number thirteen shirt to Galas yeah. and then Haleb who was an attacking midfielder yeah. could have worn the number ten badly but he could have won yeah. it he may have, uh, may have with, been a better player for Arsenal if he had had the number ten on his back you that's a good mean? point do you think wearing the shirt number would actually fills you with confidence there's a particular number ten shirt fills the player with confidence yeah. to kind of or in some cases, it may actually intimidate them. Uh, it might. I don't know. It depends who you are. I mean, there's certain players who just shouldn't wear it, but then there's some players who are like, oh, maybe. And then, I don't know. Like, remember, like we talked about the other week with sevens and Valencia. He, he, when like Ronaldo had left, Valencia got seven, and then he was like, hang on, nah, I'm, 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 I'll go back to twenty-five or yeah. whatever it was, and let someone else have that burden because I think there is probably a burden. I don't know. Maybe Haleb would have been like that. I mean, it was like, I mean, he looked like a bit of a lightweight sort of cobweb of a player, didn't he? Yes. He's probably got no like backbone, and she'd be like, oh, no, I, d- I don't think I could wear it actually. No. William, why don't you wear it? <laughs> Oh yeah, I will wear it. It's in the half. Yes, yes. I do not give a flying girl toss. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so that does bring me on, actually, to my second suggestion. Okay, go on, yeah. Um, Lasana Diara. Right, okay, yeah. So, uh, Lass, as he was... Uh, not Lassie. He, not Lassie. <laughs> uh, as his uh, first name was abbreviated to when he joined uh, Real Madrid, because there was another Diara in the squad at the time uh, called um, Mahamadou, I think. Did Mohamedou he have Diara? Lass on the back of his shirt? Yes, he did, yeah. Oh, first name. That. Well, a bit like, I well, I was ahead of the game. Tim, ten. Ten of the game, mate. You should have done LDRA. <laughs> yeah. Like B Mays. B Mays. Exactly, yeah. Well, he, so he, 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 um, they're obviously kind of like paying per letter. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, so he, uh, signed, uh, for Real Madrid. Yeah. Bought by, um, so bought from Portsmouth for yeah. 20 million euros, which, you know, back then was a sizable fee in, yeah. in a winter transfer, um, window so it kind of went under the radar a little bit but it was you so know when he, Real Madrid were just going mental like it was it must have been in the same sort of 
time period of when they wanted it, to, but when they bought like Thomas Grabison or something. So yeah, so it was around two thousand and nine, um, and um, he I think initially assumes the uh, number six shirt, yeah, which kind idea. of seemed right because yeah, yeah. he was a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Then um, the following season, so he played half a season with number six. Then the following season, the number ten shirt became available because Wesley Schneider. Yeah. Bug it off to Inter. She's like, yoink, moment that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Before, uh, and play- before anyone's even looked, I'm like, in the kit bag, boing, yeah. it's on my back. Yeah, exactly. Find his keepers. Was, what's he doing? Is he wearing 10 in training? Oh, it's just training, don't worry. It's like, is that Diara? That's Lass. It's the new fella. Yeah, exactly. That's that new signing. I don't know where they got him from, but I think it was quite expensive. Brazilian. Lass, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he played with the number 10 shirt and defensive midfielder for a couple of seasons. I think, yeah. and then had to give up his uh, number ten shirt to Mesut Özil, oh, who right. had that kind of storming um, like World Cup thing, yeah, like two thousand ten. Yeah, he was good in that, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then, and then, last was then demoted back to number twenty four. Okay, right. <laughs> so he Perfect. kind of like he kind of had his moment in the in the spotlight, and actually, yeah. I think a lot of the Madristas really thought he was. Um, they were initially skeptical. Who's this player from Portsmouth? Yeah. Twenty million euros. And yeah. uh, eventually, he kind of came good. Wore the number ten for a season, and then um, did he play well for them in that team? I think he did, yeah. Really, and then and then, um, uh, but not well, not that's to the kind level. of insight that you get. <laughs> did he play well for him? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well. He had a few off games, but yeah, on the whole, he played well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you know, he he was not a Real Madrid number ten. No, absolutely not. I don't you think know, he was a number deep... ten for anybody. You know what I mean? And then go to, and also to know that you came from Portsmouth, it's like. You already, you've already won the lottery. You're like, how the fuck have I ended up here? And then you're like looking around. You've had six months to sort of, you know, settle in and be like, right, I don't think anyone's noticed that I'm shit yet. Right, okay, yeah, brilliant, yeah, he's not noticed, okay, yeah, he seems to like me. And then all of a sudden you're like, tell you what, I'm going to have that number 10 shirt now, Schneider's <laughs> off. Don't do that, mate, don't do that. Where did he go afterwards? Did he go to... He went to an... Uh, he went think, down a toilet somewhere. Like, <laughs> he went to, I tell you where he went, he went to uh, the Russian team. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what you get. Yeah, with, um, with all the other kind of like uh, cast-offs yeah. from, um, from the top leagues. Yeah, good, good. Um, uh, who have you got? Uh, okay, well, this is thin on the ground. <laughs> so we may have already done the best ones. But um, Lauren, the right back for Arsenal, he wore um, he wore number 10 for Portsmouth. So this is like, Portsmouth have got some sort of weird like mojo going on. You this. told me this off, off air. Yeah, you don't and believe it. No, I went, I googled it. Oh. To find out if it was true, but yeah. I could neither confirm nor deny it. <laughs> so we just have to go with it. Well, I think it, well, it was on. I've got this like this this website that just it's lists resource. all numbers of players, and um, because after a while, you sort of the ones that sort of just come out and just come straight into your head, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that one, that one. I'll write that one down. You start to get desperate, and you're like just googling yeah. my mad. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Lauren um, wore uh, in the 06-07 season. Um, he wore uh, number 10 for that season. And uh, in that same season, and Andrew Cole, because he was Andrew at the, yeah. at the, by this point. Don't wearing, call me Andy. Was wearing number eight. And Glenn Johnson was wearing number four. So it's all over what, the place. At, at Portsmouth? At Portsmouth, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. come on, Harry, get a grip, son. <laughs> yeah, no wonder they just went into... Well, they weren't very good with numbers, were they? They just went straight into like administration <laughs> yeah. after that. It's like, not only on the back of the shirt, you need to fucking check your, your balancing books as well, because... 
they really did just go all the way down, didn't they? They did go all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other tens. Um, another one I've got, right? And I know that we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago with when we were doing sevens. Um, but it's Michael Owen, right? And I know this is you're in funny territory here. I didn't know last time that you have some sort of contractual obligations with with uh, with Michael Owen. You can't really bury him, so I'll go for it for you. <laughs> right, so, you know, um, Michael Owen shouldn't have been wearing seven at Man United. We can all definitely agree on that. But I'm putting it forward that he shouldn't have been wearing number 10 for anyone. He wore 10 for England for most of his career. I think he wore it at... Um, at Newcastle as well. He didn't wear it at Real Madrid because they don't know how to do numbers. Liverpool, of course, number 10. But he's not a number 10 kind of player. He's a number nine. But then also, he didn't wear that. So I'm actually now petitioning out there for everyone, for all photographic evidence of Michael Owen, to take the photograph from behind with a shirt on his back for the, for the number just to be photoshopped out so there's just nothing there. <laughs> because I think... Just um, Owen? Yeah, just that one. Maybe even just Michael. <laughs> and, uh, or M. Owen. Moen. <laughs> Moen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, um, I think there was one kit that he wore for Newcastle where it was the, um, they actually had the, the, the Newcastle sort of crest like um, shape on the back of the shirt, which yeah. where you put the number in. So that would be perfect. Just a black crest with no number in it because it sort of represents. <laughs> what is it? So what is it? What does it represent? His dull personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's Stephen Hendry, all right, <laughs> with a fucking foot with some football boots on. Um and yeah, like he he start he had a great start to his career. I loved it in Euro, in uh, in World Cup ninety eight. There were some great moments for Liverpool, but he really just petered out and and yeah, I just don't think he's a number ten, basically. Well, I'm gonna come to his defence. Go on then, Not yeah. because I'm contractually obliged. <laughs> no. In any way. But because I think Michael Owen um, is actually, um, he was an incredibly gifted footballer in terms of um, being very, very quick (laughs) and more often than not scoring the goal with some part of his anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of those kind of, you know, when we talked about Felipe and Zagate and just yeah. kind of like, kind of somehow always would get the ball in the corner of the goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Michael Owen had that knack to him. Yeah, he did, yeah. Like a number um, nine. And I, <laughs> like a number nine. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't, he wasn't kind of, uh, he, he couldn't hold the line like you would imagine like a number nine at the time right. would have done. Yeah, okay. So the people didn't really know where to, where to put him, I don't think. Because oh, right. he wasn't, so he, was he wasn't like, because he couldn't them. really take players on in the same way that a traditional number 10 would be able to kind of little jink yeah, step, step over and create some something. And stuff. But neither was he a back to goal, you know, number nine, um, you know, out and out centre forward. No. So okay. he was a kind of, I think, a new breed of um, of strikers. <laughs> you are really earning some Michael Owen <laughs> brownie points here. And brown is the word. Anyway, um, he... Um, I don't know. I mean, I can understand that. I think he's got like the... the uh, you're saying he's into horses now. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that there was like a sort of... There's, there was a bridge between like, you know, uh, the number nine before and the number 10. Like, you know, that's what you're sort of yeah. saying. And at that, just, at that time when he burst onto He was the like scene. a nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. But I still think he wasn't a 10. And that's, that's, where, I'm, that's where I'm standing by okay. that one. Yeah. Um, other number 10s that I just want to put out there. Um, 
Ruud van Nistelrooy. This is in the same ilk. I don't think Ruud van Nistelrooy was a ten. No, either. but I'm buying that. I'm he's, buying he's that. A number nine. But then also, but then I looked up um, his shirt numbers, and he actually, when he when they bought him from PSV, he was wearing eight. <laughs> so like he was wearing eight at PSV. Yeah, yeah. Um, Every day is a learning day. <laughs> it is, yeah, and a really fun, interesting day as well. Yeah. This is really interesting, isn't Infotainment. it? Infotainment, and um, and then yeah, he only wore nine in like the last uh, season of his career, which was at Malaga, um, and then just some other tens. That what have you got any more tens? Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> other tens I'm going to give you is uh, just funny ones. Um, who's just probably could have worn. They, they were probably the, like the probably the best player in that team or you know probably maybe not the best player but you could sort of let it slide because of the shit team they were playing for Kieran Richardson for Sunderland it's like don't wear you know you he wore number 10 yeah he wore number 10 that's yeah. a great shout oh you think so yeah yeah very well done yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Henderson also for, 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 for yeah that's when when he broke into the team and he was but he was playing further up, up the pitch yeah. than he um, is now doing for Liverpool. Yeah. Because they worked out that he has very limited technical ability. Yeah, yeah. And Sir Alex Ferguson was right. He's got a weird gait. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. He said it like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a good player, but he's got a weird gait. <laughs> What's that's like ex- a cowboy? That's exactly what he said. Really? Wow. <laughs> Um, Kim Richardson's a good one. Yeah. So he played left back for Sunderland, was it, with a yeah, number ten shirt? Yeah, and then sometimes he would play left midfield. Taking like, the piss, mate. Yeah, and I think for Sunderland he wore three, ten, and eleven, and it's like you can't like in your right mind wear all three of those numbers and think you can get away with that. Like they are all all over the place. And yeah, Lee Clark as well for for Newcastle, just because he was just a funny little looking man. Yeah, yeah, Lee Clark, Clarky boy. Um, yeah, not so good as Kieran Richardson. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, maybe we can just leave it after the Richardson rant. Yeah, Edit good. that out. Anyway, let's just have a little break. Uh, and when we come back, we'll do our playing for time feature. Um, see you in a sec. All right, this is Gary Flitcroft. I used to wear number 10 for Man City. Don't ask me why. Pudding bowl haircut. Anyway, uh, this is the Football by Numbers podcast. Right, boy. All right, we're back. We are. Yeah, um, I just went to the toilet and uh, <laughs> just to um, just made me think. Who buys the toilet paper in your house? Um, it's a mixture. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you take it in turns. Yeah. So I always sort of. I think I've kept this from university. <laughs> you never just, buy the toilet. I paper. just no. I always sort of. It always happens. <laughs> <laughs> and disappears. Yeah, and um, so Bonnie's gone away for on holiday for uh, for two weeks, and so um, this weekend sort of. It was. I didn't notice that it was running out, and then all of a sudden realised um, there was none left. Are you using her facial wipes? <laughs> no, I don't know where I couldn't find them. But uh, my mum had bought us as a joke these um, twenty pound note um, like tissues. Serviettes. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, yeah, I had to get Queenie oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal, isn't it? To deface the uh, the Queen's the Queen's head. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, but um, there's no evidence. I flushed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. well, I tell you what, once you've used facial wipes, you can never go back. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose, yeah. That's very <laughs> soft, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't get the same purchase that you, <laughs> that you require. Um, anyway. Just use the scrub side. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, sorry about that image. Um, so uh, let's do uh, our usual uh, feature of playing for time. And here's the jingle Playing for time. You're time wasting, bastard. Right, okay. So. Um, Right, I think you've got one this week. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking um, when I was cycling back from work today, just on a, on the way home to start this uh, podcast, 
I was just thinking about um, when Doing I was at school. Doing your bit Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's just quicker. Yeah. And I like to get road rage. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's just, you can't do that on a bus or in a, <laughs> no, on the tube. No. So, like, uh, yeah, you, you can get really pissed off with someone, like, two to three times a week when you're on a bike. It's <laughs> great. It all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I was, uh, I was in a good mood uh, for once and um, just started to think about, um, if you're at school... Which sort of uh, manager would be someone that would cry? You know, you, I think in our school there was Miss Gilly, who was the, uh, the German teacher. And like everyone, basically, every class who I had there at some point managed to make her cry and sort of storm out. And uh, so I sort of, that got me on that road of like, who would do that? And then I just started to think, well, you know, if, if it was, it's 95, 96, right? It's that season. So when you, you, when you were at school, when you when would I was have been, school. what, like 11, 12, 13? Yeah, like something like, I think it was probably like year nine or something okay. like that. Like you, I think, would you have been like year seven or so something? I'd have been, yeah, year seven, 95, I'd have been 11, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. So I, I thought, let's look through the, um, the managers who, who were managing in the premiership that season. And it's Premier League High. <laughs> it's, the, it's the school where every manager is a teacher. And, uh, <laughs> and then let's sort of go through sort of some of the subjects and just think who, who would have been like, you know, a teacher for that, for that subject. Okay, let's see where we go. This. Okay, so who would be your English teacher? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, let's, I don't know, the English teacher is sort of like, don't know, probably just a bit of a... A bookworm. Know, yeah, maybe a bookworm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's look some through some of these men. Or well, how do you reckon Howard Wilkinson would be a, with a? No, he'd be he'd be kind of a very very. Oh, he's like uh, history milit- or something. Isn't I, he? I'd have him down as a very strict PE teacher. Oh, would you? Almost like um, a Brian Glover and Kez kind of. <laughs> <laughs> really, put that down. Yeah. What you doing, Willidge? <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought he was like a bit of a. Um, just a bit of a sort of a, a sort of a slow meandering pushover kind of guy. Howard Wilkinson. Yeah. No, he's right, bully boy. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Well then, all right. Okay, he can be that. Well, well let's just go through the man- like okay. some of the managers instead of going through it by subject. Okay. Bruce Rioch. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's like a substitute teacher, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's like you know because he always just wore his like track tracky bottoms and stuff like that. You're like Bruce, you're not here for long. So he's he's just a substitute, a substitute. teacher. You just take the take yeah. the piss out of him. Glenn Hoddle, right? What's he doing? Because re. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like he's a real yeah. god botherer, isn't he? And it's yeah, like, kind of really wanting you to understand some kind of like the subtext of religious texts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy Evans at Liverpool. I mean, he's he looks like a bit of a like a sort of a pushover, doesn't he? Yeah, and the, and a secret alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's probably in the biology department. Probably, yeah. Just sort of getting high on his own supply. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, Fergie. Yeah. Fergie, fucking hell. I mean, he's headmaster, isn't he? He's got you. Yeah, okay. he is not like he's been there for years, and he's just he would give you like the hundred mile stare, like you'd be sort of, you know, giving someone a wedge, you going like, yeah, 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 and then you look over and you just see him, and he's been there for about five minutes, yeah. just staring, and you're like, shit, yeah, your blood runs cold. Beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my shirt on. Yeah, yeah. Bollocks. Fuck you, mum. <laughs> Identified me. Yeah, Damn it. Yeah. And uh, he's, oh, you're straight in his office. You would be shitting yourself. Yeah. I would hate to have him as my headmaster. Yeah. He's already on the landline to your mum. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, what about what about Brian Robson? 
he was he managing at the time? Middlesbrough. He, he, so he was the play. I think he was player manager. Right. Okay. So he and he, and, and he had Jorginho and like and Rabinelli and all them just, guys. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you would be. He would actually be sort of a likable sort of. Yeah, that's in my head. He'd be probably more of um, uh, a young teacher who's just recently uh, looking to befriend. Um, befriend a lot of the pupils because he's quite close in age to right, them. okay, yeah. But you've got to be careful because you're not sure if he's a nonce. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does have a slightly noncey look. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't actually because um, cause David Pleat is in this league as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, back to back to uh, old... Old hurt me arm rubber. <laughs> rubber. Uh, he um he'd yeah. he'd, he'd lend you his like stone roses tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I reckon. Yeah, maybe he'd be like the music teacher or something like that. Okay. You know, yeah. like what sort of down with the kids a bit. That would be. Um, yeah. Or what, Kevin Keegan as well is in that in that one. So I think <laughs> yeah. Kevin. I think Kev's the one you can make cry. <laughs> you know, you're, you're throwing rubbers around like you know erasers, <laughs> and um, and you know something's whacked him on the head too many times. He's, He's head of music. And, He's had, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's had enough of it, and he's just sort of like, I try so hard, <laughs> and look, you just let me down again. You let me down. <laughs> just storming out like Kev's, because he liked to quit as well, didn't he, Kev? Like if he wasn't, if he thought all of a sudden he wasn't like you know delivering the goods, he just quit. Like, I would, I would love it if you graduate with a B. <laughs> I would love, love to give you a merit point. <laughs> um, biology. Sort of talking about sort of sex ed stuff like that. Sex ed, the connoisseur of sex ed, the the man about town, <laughs> Alan Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, eh, Alan? That you was brilliant. You wasn't him like teaching you how to put on a condom. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell you what, right? You get a get this banana, <laughs> get your prophylactic. <laughs> No, no, open it, put it on the other way, Darren. Oh, mine's bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would get like the, the piss ripped out of him. Comedy Valley, Comedy Valley for, for sex ed. Um, who have you got for um, art? Art, that's a tricky one because there's no real, this is like, you know, 95, 96. This is when men were men and managers were stupid Englishmen, basically, <laughs> and a few Scots thrown in there. So I don't think there was any really, anyone that artistic. So let's just chuck in. Big Ron, yeah. just because he's like, you know, yeah. he's he's, well, he's quite artistic with his jewellery. I was going to say, quite flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, maybe he could just yeah. teach fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was into all the textiles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he turned up with a big, like, double-breasted brown suit with, yeah. like, a like, huge Rolex and chains. And, yeah. like, you know, you know when he's coming into class, you're like, fuck, I can hear... I can hear Atkinson like jingling down the down the corridor. <laughs> um, what about um, sort of maths? Who, who do you reckon would be like the maths teacher? Ma- maths. So that's so you you've got to kind of uh, you're ideally looking for a teaching candidate who's good with numbers. Yeah. Uh, good with finances, perhaps Harry Redknapp. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of moaning like right from the off about not having enough funding at the start of a season right, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, fudging and then his maths as well fudging his maths <laughs> sort of yeah. going like what yeah. do you mean yeah <laughs> I told well there was 20 kids in here when I started the class so <laughs> like, there's about 11 mate yeah. <laughs> they're all outside yeah. swearing at you through the through the window and all his kind of uh, uh, maths and algebra metaphors start with brown paper envelopes yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah nick your dinner money anyway I think we've milked enough out of, the, out of that as we can um Let's have a little break and then we'll come back and sort of decide who's going to get that number 10 shirt. See you in a sec. Hello. 
Hello, this is Dan Walker when he's at home and not on the television. And I'm really pissed off when my kids don't go to bed when I tell them. And I'm even more pissed off that my wife is cheating on me. I know it's you, Dion. How do you expect me to compete with that thing, eh? Eh? Why don't you tell me? It's massive! So we're back. It's the uh, the end of the show. It's where we talk about who gets the number ten shirt, who shouldn't have been wearing that number ten shirt. Um, I think it's there was a few decent candidates. There weren't as many as like you know number tens that should be wearing it because we love talking about that. The, the, the number tens that shouldn't. I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah, and also I think it's I think it's a statement as to like actually how few players have worn number ten who shouldn't because yeah, none it of is them had the, the held up in such high regard to try and do that. So. Yeah, and it's still held up in such high regard by kind of fans and clubs etc. It still seemed to be the shirt to wear. Yeah, apart from. Um, offenders like Las Diara, yeah, uh, yeah. Michael Gallas, Kieran Richardson. I thought was Michael a great Gallas. shout. Michael, what did the, <laughs> Michael Gallas? Yeah, William, William, William Gallas. Um, and Kieran Richardson, I thought was a great shout. Yeah, do you reckon? Um, I mean, I didn't even. I, that was just sort of one that I'd sort of seen earlier and then forgot to research. But I, I just kind of time, like but... how the opportunism. Yeah. Of like, he's worn number three. I think he's worn number eleven. I think yeah. he's worn, you know, twenty three. Yeah, he's probably worn you know, all. Um, and he's got fucking hell tens up for grabs yeah thank you yeah that is cheeky um, and he was shit wasn't he he was just yeah, yeah he was a bit of a journeyman bit I think journeyman. I think probably what he did at, at Sunderland he was probably thinking right I've come for, I've, I've played for Man United before so you know give me 10 like I should wear number 10 and it's like well you have been shit for quite a long time like you know yeah you and you're not that. the first Man United player to have uh, left Man United reserves and come to, to Sunderland <laughs> yeah John exactly O'Shea. yeah John O'Shea's not fucking demanding number 10 yeah. is he I'd so you happier with him wearing it actually because I'd be like that's <laughs> so out there and it's so and maybe silly. that's like, you, you deserve it John actually fuck uh, it have it and maybe that's like the so with William Gallas taking number 10 shirt it was just the sheer brazen kind of ridiculousness of him yeah. wearing it which actually kind of makes him allow allows him to wear it slightly <sighs> No, 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 okay. no. Because John O'Shea's likable. William Gallas isn't. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Um, William, like, John O'Shea, it's just like, you know, it's a charity. You're like, fuck it. Tell you what, you have it. There's <laughs> no one else here can do it. Any, no one else is going to do any better. This is Sunderland. But like, you know, William Gallas is like taking number 10. It's just stupid. So I think I think it should go to Gallas. All right. Yeah. Gallas. 10. So Gallas is going in the number 10 shirt. Yeah. Um, brilliant. All right. Well, that was a good one. Let's um, Done. Good yeah. episode. Can't believe it. Yeah. Episode seven next week. No, we've already done number seven. Episode seven? Oh, <laughs> episode number seven. Uh, what, which number should we do? Oh, I don't know. What about number 11? Uh, yeah, we could do number 11. Do you want to do number 11? Yeah, let's do number... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we should do number three. Okay, let's do number three. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do number three. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most like... 
Uh, we could do number 11. Or yeah, and I don't want to. <laughs> I've already done some research on some threes. And, uh, oh, okay. I don't want to do much work next week. So we're doing threes. Okay, three is. All right, brilliant. All right, well, uh, cheers for listening, guys. See you later. Thanks, all. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>